The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Friday, November 18th, 531 right now. And I met a very special person yesterday, Steph. Who was that? Do you remember Do you remember when I go to McDonald's in the morning and I meet this guy named Tom? He's bought me a coffee a time or two. He's just a great guy. Works at site, listens to us all the time. Yeah, and his wife often messages when it's his birthday and asks us to wish him one. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, and so that's Tanya who messages us and she always reacts to like our Instagram stories and everything. She's always just like building us up, making us think we're funny and all that stuff. Yeah. I met her yesterday. Aww. I met Tanya for the first Yay. time and it was so fun. Fun. It's always so fun to meet people that like you haven't met before, but you've interacted with on like social media. For sure. What'd she have to say? Um, well, she said, you suck. I'm the best. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> she loves us. She thought it was so funny. Like she, she thought the whole soccer thing yesterday was just the funniest thing ever. And I agree. <laughs> and was, yeah, it was just funny. And that was one of my favorite parts of yesterday was the whole <laughs> soccer thing where Sean was uh, pretending to work. But I said, are you watching the soccer game? And could see very clearly in the window reflection yeah. that he was. And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we just like kind of, she just listens. And so we just recapped like kind of what we saw. I, 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 after work yesterday, I went and got a, a poutine over at a restaurant over here and, and, and she was there. So we had a nice little conversation, caught up a little bit. And uh, yeah, she's just great. I always love meeting people. I love it. Well, hi, Tanya. And thanks for listening. Gummy bears, pretty faithful candy. You can kind of know exactly what to expect when you get them. They're delicious. Yeah, they're kind of like an alternative to a fruit snack a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So last night I went to um, the grocery store and I just wanted a little treat. Mm-hmm. So, so you didn't, didn't want... go like Kit Kat or anything? I didn't. I did not go Kit Kat, which <laughs> thank you for knowing me so well. Um, so I went to the bulk section and I was like, I'm just going to get one little scoop of gummy bears. I just want to limit myself. And so I get this scoop of gummy bears. I pay for it. And I notice in the bag that they're a little bit different colors than oh. normal. Oh. Like there's blue in there. Is it like the Jelly Belly version of gummy bears where there's like all the different various flavors and stuff? I wish that it said that there were they were the Jelly Belly version. I wish it said something other than just generic gummy bears <laughs> yeah. that made me believe that I was going to get what gummy bears are. Yeah. Because the first thing I did was eat a blue one and it was, guess what flavor? Blue raspberry. That's what I would have thought yeah. too, <laughs> except it was watermelon. Yum! Awful. <laughs> and why is it blue, green, and pink makes a watermelon? <laughs> and then the yellow one, which I thought was going to be lemon. Okay, yeah. Which it usually is. Yeah. Was Popeye cigarette flavor. No. Yeah. Is Did you like officially go to like a website and check that or? No, that's just what it tasted like, which <laughs> I would also say awful, terrible surprise. <laughs> These are like, <laughs> like gummy bears for adults. It's like, mmm, cigarettes, Yeah. <laughs> Got a little nicotine in it to stop smoking, just pop in a gummy bear. And at this point, I'm wondering, too, like, now that you mentioned Jelly Bellies, you know how you can buy that box of bamboozled? Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is either toothpaste or coconut. That's right, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like I've it's been one of those. gumboozled. <laughs> Berry. It's because you bought it from the bulk part of it. Someone was probably messing around and throwing stuff <laughs> around in different ones. <laughs> I never trust those. I'm never going to again. <laughs> 
nephew and I got a big night tonight. We're going to be hosting, emceeing, whatever you want to call it, the lovely, amazing, so I've heard, ugly Christmas sweater party. It is so much fun. I absolutely cannot wait. If you're one of the lucky people that got tickets mm. to the sold out event, you can expect prizes, you can expect raffle tickets, 50-50 draws, and a whole lot of ugly sweaters. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's sold out, which is extremely fun uh, to get everyone together again. And uh, with hosting, it means I got to make myself presentable. Can't have the beard growing in every direction. Got to shave my bald head since it's going to be an event where I'm not going to wear a hat. There's just things that I have to do <laughs> to be presentable to the public. Right. So have you started? Yeah. Well, I, I got a little late with, with my head, like with manscaping a little bit and everything around and whatnot. I feel like shaving my head. I like to give it like two days before I go to the event. Oh. Uh, just just because of the way, just how dry it is and moisturizing. I feel like after shaving it, uh, the first day, it's like kind of not aggravated, but it's like borderline. And it might be like red in some spots just from like going over it a little harsh in some spots, just not being careful. Right. And then so I find like the, the scalp heals within like a day and a half <laughs> or two. And I just did it last night. So I'm cutting it close. So... Now, and you said that you moisturized as well. Is that going to make your head a little bit shiny on the stage tonight? No, like I don't, I don't clean shave it. I don't take a straight razor and like, so it's going to be like, it'll it'll be bald, but it'll be like prickly kind of bald. Now it will be acceptable since it is an ugly Christmas sweater party that you could wear a Santa hat if all goes badly. Like you could, you could solve this and just make it part of your ugly sweater. Oh, that is perfect. I'm going to put one in my back pocket and then just have it as a backup, just a prop (laughs) if need be. In case the aggravation gets too much for you. Yeah. Or or if I miss like a couple spots and have streaks going everywhere. (laughs) Man, Sean, I felt so accomplished yesterday. Ooh, what'd y'all get done? What'd you check off the list? Checked off buying my first Christmas present. Oh, November 18th. Is that uh, is that early for you? Is that on par? What do you think? That's pretty early for me because I usually spend so much time thinking about what the person might want that it mm. becomes December 22nd and I haven't thought through it enough to decide yeah. what they're getting. Yeah. So this was like amazing. Great work. Happy Thank for you. you. Thank you. What'd you get? No, I'm kidding. You don't have to say it out loud. Yeah, I can say it out loud. Why? What? Why? <laughs> because I got home, put the groceries away, then decided to take a nap and woke up when my husband was like, Jumanji, cool. I left it on the table. I forgot to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> Put the groceries away, keep the present just front and center. Right? Like that pasta could have waited on the floor. I could have put the (laughs) present away. But nope. Now he knows. It's not even he knows. I just was like, oh, I was going to hide that. Did you play it it off or did you tell him it was supposed to be a Christmas gift? I told him it was supposed to be a Christmas gift and I was embarrassed and upset. And now I'm nowhere near started my Christmas shopping. I have to rethink the whole thing. Are you still going to wrap it and be like, we have to wait to play it? Or are you just like, "Eh, it's it's for us now? No, he I I love surprises and it must be a surprise every single one otherwise it doesn't get wrapped yeah no christmas spirit in that jumanji game nope it's gone (laughs) if you're thinking about making a big change in your relationship status Mm -hmm. you've got about two weeks left to do it they say before the acceptable time is up to do it before christmas who's they what do you mean what is like the official day yeah it's the official day december 6th is dump day wow So if you do not uh, get out of the relationship you're in by December 6th, 
you are apparently <laughs> the jerk and you you shouldn't break up with the person until after Christmas because Christmas presents are already bought. You're going to ruin their Christmas. Yeah. And it, I'm guessing this is kind of American-based, too, with, like, American Thanksgiving coming up. So that's why you're not going to do it, like, this week or next week with, like, the holiday and everything. Yeah, like, you've already been invited. People yeah, have already bought the food plans. for you, on and on. You've probably already got your plane tickets to wherever you're headed. Yeah. But there's another holiday coming up. So <laughs> it's, like, kind of buffer period is after Thanksgiving, but Jeez. well enough before Christmas, they say. Yeah, the little sweet spot in between. Obviously, Canadians would probably have a little a bigger sweet spot in between since our holiday is uh, a lot earlier on. But uh, yeah, so I guess it's like make or break if you want to buy those presents or not for that special someone, or if you want to save a couple bucks. Yeah, I guess, and if you're wondering how your relationship is going, you can check on December 7th if you're still in one. I guess it's going pretty good. <laughs> and I guess if you're questioning it, you should probably just do it. <laughs> Good morning, special guest in the studio today. We have uh, the captain of the Oil Barons, Max McCoy, and the head coach and GM, Adam Mana. Big weekend, one game and one special event. Uh, who are you playing tonight, Max? Uh, first off, thanks for having us. But uh, we're playing, we're playing Drayton Valley tonight. Big game tonight, standings wise. Right on. Yeah, you guys are just kind of inching towards the top right now. Uh, so check them out, 7, 7.30, Center Fireplace. And, of course, after the game, you don't have a second one. Usually it's two at home. Uh, so you got another special event going on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, no, obviously we have the food bank, uh, food bank of the dream home. Uh, you know, just um, one of many ways that we try to volunteer and give back to the community. We also have the Snow Angels that we uh, – We've been uh, we've been tasked with doing this year, and then uh, we also are uh, involved in the Wits program, so we're we're all over we're all over community involvement this year. Awesome! So this coming Sunday with the food drive, um, you are going to be there, all the team, all your teammates. Uh, yeah. So we I think we have four or five different groups. And it's of three different guys, so or three or four, something like that. And so all the boys are uh, they'll be there at one point or another throughout the day. And head coach Adam, you're going to be there the whole time, right? Just supervising. I'm not that uh, popular, or at least as popular as the players are. So, but uh, yeah, no, I'll I'll be making an appearance as well. And uh, like Max said, I mean, we we just want to be involved in the community, and it's important. So uh, we get a lot of support from from everyone, you know, coming to the games and stuff like that. So it's it's a good initiative for us to get back and and make sure that we're we're doing our part uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Max, you growing up here and now being a part of the team, do you remember as a kid seeing like the the oil burn, seeing Adam at like some of the when he played for the team? Uh, do you remember just like kind of seeing and looking up to them? Uh, I don't want to date my coach or anything like that, but I was I wasn't too old when he played. <laughs> uh, but it was uh, no. I mean, I remember growing up. Obviously, you see them around the community. They do all various sorts of events, and it's uh, it's obviously kind of cool to be on the other side of it now. For sure. To be clear, Max would have been four five <laughs> back when I played, but yeah. uh, his dad dealt with me a little bit more in the in the dental chair when uh, <laughs> fixing my chiclets. <laughs> uh, I guess this morning are Max and Adam from the Oil Barons. They are going to be at the Oil Barons Dream Home, which is 141 Shellstone Place, this coming Sunday from 1 to 5, and they would love for you to come and say hello and bring a donation for the food bank. Come Monday, we might be down one social media, Steph. Which and uh, yeah, it's Twitter. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But down, like it's just going to disappear. It's interesting. No one really knows what's going on right now, except for probably the man himself, Elon Musk. He just bought it for like <laughs> billions of dollars or whatever. Forty-four, uh, yeah. Yeah, forty-four million. Billion. Is that what it 44 was? Forty-four billion. Billion? <laughs> yeah. Holy, oh, my goodness. So, 
he's recently just been trying to revamp the platform and do all these like new ideas just like radically at a time like installing them within like hours and and so it's just been up and down up and down up and down and the employees are hating it that's worked for him and i think they started around like eight thousand last week and then now they're down to like three thousand right now and then apparently there's just like so many like leaks coming out on the platform on twitter (laughs) and in other places where it's like yeah he sent an email out to like his remaining 3,000 employees and it was basically like an, an ultimatum. It was like are you down with Twitter 2.0? If not, we can fire you and you can get your severance type of thing. Like you can resign and or we'll fire you. Whatever way works and get your severance. And apparently when that email came out a couple days ago, Everyone was like, yeah, just give me my severance. Wow. <laughs> and so like, like there's massive things going on in the world that like is going to affect the platform for instance the the biggest sporting event in the entire world that only happens once every four years that it's literally the largest event in the world the world cup is happening in a day and a half two days it's going to break it and all the designers all the people that like keep the lights on all the engineers apparently they're all resigning they're taking their severance and so last night everyone thought they would wake up to twitter not working and it's still here but We'll see for how long. Yeah, for sure. It's so interesting, too, um, because I don't care about Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but Twitter is your, like, stomping ground. Like, you oh, love it. You, that's it's my sports you, hub. Yeah, you talk to all your little sports people. <laughs> you get all your sports information. And so to have it right before the World Cup is such <sighs> an interesting thing for so many people just like you who have that fourth screen of Twitter going while they're watching the game. Big time. I don't know where to like follow my sports people other than where it's just like text and form. I, I, I don't know. It's just very interesting. I wonder how how does Twitter end too? Do like do you think if it ends it's just going to be like you load up the app and there's just like one final tweet from Elon and be like, sorry, it died. Or does the app even, does it just disappear on your phone? Does it just not load? Okay, here's my theory. Yeah. Elon has been working on a cloning system. Oh. And he is getting rid of all of his employees and then he's going to clone himself 8,000 wow. times to do all the work of them. And then it'll be just like, not called Twitter anymore. It'll be called like Elon uh, 8000.0. You have been watching Black Mirror. That is grim. <laughs> we'll see come Monday. It might be that. The whole Taylor Swift tour paired with Ticketmaster. What a saga to follow, Steph. I know. And we chatted with Meredith, uh, my friend from Nashville on Wednesday, and she was in a queue for nine hours, but managed to get 11 tickets amongst her and her friends. Yeah. And, and then yesterday we chatted with uh, Nicole here in town. Yeah. And, and and she was saying she's tried two or three times now, and she had the pre-sale code. She had everything in order, and she was going for the Vegas show, and she couldn't get tickets. Ticketmaster just kept flubbing it up yeah and then she was saying yesterday she was like i'm just crossing my fingers for the general ticket time when they're going to open it to the public and hopefully she would be able to get tickets then and now that's not happening anymore ticket master came out yet last night essentially and said that they're canceling friday's general public sale after seeing historically unprecedented demand at its pre-sale event and you would think like okay with these pre-sale events you think they would control it in a way where this wouldn't happen but that didn't happen yeah for real i mean what they say two million people i guess 
Get yeah. logged on? Let's see. Three and a half million people pre-registered for the pre-sale code, however that works. One and a half million were given the promo code, a unique promo code, I would think, so you couldn't just spread it around to another million people. <laughs> so they put two million people on a waiting list for a pre-sale. So our girl Nick was one of one and a half million people that got that pre-sale code and try and log on. One of the guys who is a CEO high up at whatever, Ticketmaster, said 14 million people and bots tried to log on to the site on Tuesday to get tickets that day. And that's probably why it was closed. It like broke for seven hours or whatever. Yeah, I wonder how Taylor Swift is feeling about all this. She hasn't tweeted anything or said anything out loud, but I'm just interested to to know what she's thinking. If she's like, come on, Ticketmaster, get it together. Yeah. Or if next time she puts out a concert, she's going to be like, I'm going to make my own ticketing platform because that's who Taylor Swift is. She does everything by, her, by herself. So yeah. I wonder if she'll just make sure it works for her next time. Well, let's see. Uh, this guy also said, the CEO high up dude said, we sold over 2 million tickets that day. We could have filled 900 stadiums. So if she sold 2 million tickets, tickets average around let's say 200 between mm -hmm. uh, let's just say that's an average ticket price uh 400 million dollars and so she probably could just start up her own ticketing platform and just be like this is how you buy tickets for my shows in the future and we're just going to do things this way and just completely out Ticketmaster since they keep dropping the ball do it taylor do it <laughs> Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.